Hello and welcome to Love Signals. My name is Michaela McDonald and I will be your host as we go on a journey of exploring all of the ways that God is sending love and signs of love to us and through us. Welcome back everybody. This is episode 59 and oh, the episodes lately have been so rich and so long and it is my full intention for this week's episode to be a little bit shorter, a little bit sweeter. <laughs> uh, I've been on such a journey as I've been embracing my Christian faith and as I've been digging deeper into the Bible and the scripture and the word of God. And I know that oh, it's just been so rich to talk about that in this last handful of episodes talking about, uh, you know, the the relationship between forgiveness and freedom that was in our last episode. And then before that, talking about the many names of love and the many different forms of love and what love really is, what true love really is, because that is something that there's so much confusion around in our modern world and there's so much clarity about it in the Bible. And then before that, talking about choice and free will and, and the way that we really the, the choice is so emphasized and free will is so emphasized in the Bible. And before that, of talking about, you know, putting a love of God before everything else and the way that that creates this beautiful structure and architecture for the rest of our lives through loving God, we can love others, even the people who are super important in our lives, we can love them I believe in a, in a deeper way, in, a, in an even truer way, because our love is anchored in God. It's like connecting our hearts to the deep, true source of love. If love was like a water source and God was that water source. And so with all that richness behind us and with this open blank canvas ahead of us, I started to reflect on, and I've been doing this all throughout, but I've been reflecting on the Love Signals manuscript that I've written for the book, Love Signals. And that book is definitely in like um, an interesting kind of transitional form right now. Basically, right before I really became Christian and, and gave, gave my life to Jesus Christ and became saved and all, all those different names for <laughs> what's happened. I was basically like 99.9% .9 done with the manuscript. I had gone over the digital uh, version of, of it numerous times. I, I think I just had like two more little checks to do. And I had rewritten various parts. Like it's just, it's been such a rich and honestly, such an enjoyable experience working on that book. And I've just really set it down. Like the last, the last date I have in my notebook where I take notes on my review process is from June 4th. And I believe it was like June 6th or 7th that I really had this like coming to Jesus moment. And, uh, yeah, so I've, I haven't really thought, I mean, I've thought about the book, but I haven't looked at it or kind of spent time with that manuscript. 
in a while and I've, I've just been letting it sit. I'm really curious to see what comes of that piece of work through prayer and through this burgeoning relationship I have with Christ. And, and before this episode, I decided just to bring out the, I have one print proof from a while back. It's, it's an older iteration of the book, but it has something in there that I included at the very beginning of the book and at the very end. Basically, it's, it's my, my wish, my prayer really for the reader. And it's four sentences, and I'll read them to you now. May you feel loved. May you feel held. May you feel more and more aware of all the love that's reaching out to find you. All the signs, all the clues that love is here and you are loved. That feels like such a beautiful thing to read and and reading it again I just felt my heart so warm and sparkly and it got me thinking what is what is the biblical understanding of God's love for us because as I read that from the the place I sit now from this new you know, changed perspective on all these different things. I was really struck by this sense of, of thinking about God's love for us. You know, may you feel loved by God. May you feel held by God. May you feel more and more aware of all the love from God that's reaching out to find you. God wants us to feel loved. God wants us to turn towards his love all the signs, all the clues that love is here. God is here. God is here and he loves you, right? And you are loved. And so I decided to look up and see if there was any specific scriptural support for this idea that, oh, excuse me, that God loves us and da, 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 it totally exists. This is at least one example. I imagine there are more, but I did not do exhaustive research, but there is a wonderful verse that basically says, I will always love you. And so it's from, I'll read it to you from my Bible here. It's from Jeremiah chapter 31, verse three. This is in the Old Testament, which I, I haven't spent a huge amount of time in the Old Testament, but I look forward to it because from what I'm learning, the Old Testament is a wonderful way to understand God and the qualities of God. And while there is potentially more like, oh, God's wrath and like all these different things happening, part of why we're aware of that in the Old Testament is because the Old Testament takes place over thousands of years. So, you know, humans kind of swing from one extreme to another throughout the cycles and the course of that time. God forgives them, then they kind of, uh, they, they, okay, they're great. And they're like, really have a strong relationship with God. And then they start to kind of veer away and get weird. And then God's like, hey, don't do that. And then, and then they kind of come back. And so it's, there's a lot of um, cycles there. Whereas the New Testament, it's really taking place over basically 60, 70 years. So there's more intricacy there. And, um, it's all so valuable and all of it together is just, it just creates such a vivid 
and comprehensive understanding of not only the nature of God, but also the, the true grace that Christ has given to us through his life, his death, his resurrection. So here we are in Jeremiah. Let me, okay. The Lord appeared to us in the past, saying, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with unfailing kindness. And this is so beautiful. I, I looked it up because so in the commentary of my Bible, I'll read that to you now. It says, God has never ceased to love his people and all that he has done for them has been rooted in that love. The Hebrew word translated love sometimes indicates the love that initiates relationships, whereas quote-unquote loving kindness refers to God's steadfast love or covenant loyalty. And because they mentioned this word loving kindness, but it wasn't in the uh, scripture that I just read, I decided to look up other translations. Dun, 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 dun. There's a really great website called Bible Gate. Let's see if, can I bring it up? Do I still have it up? It'd be so nice if I did. We can do this together. Oh yeah, here we go. So I decided to look up the King James version of that same, you know, book, chapter, verse. So this is Jeremiah 30, chapter 31, verse 3 in the King James version. And it says, the Lord hath appeared of old unto me, saying, yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. Now, I don't fully understand what this whole drawn situation is, what that means in either of these. The sense I get is, right, if it's talking about loving kindness and, and God's steadfast love and covenant loyalty, it seems like a way of drawn like, Maybe it's referencing to like drawing closer or or like pulling towards. That's kind of the sense I get from it. I don't know. I don't fully know. But I do really hear the thesis of this as I will always love you. And not only will I always love you, but it's this combination of love of I will initiate loving relationship with you and I will be steadfast in that love. And something that I found myself thinking about a lot in the Love Signals project of writing those letters and then as I've worked on the manuscript for the book is this idea of steady love and just the way that I found myself longing for steady love, longing for a sense of, of steady, steadfast love. And I was, I was talking to um, a friend this past week and we hadn't spoken in years. It was really fun. And I was reflecting to her about the journey that I've been on that brought me to Christianity. And I had to include love signals and I had to include the love letter project. And it was so cool because I, I don't know if you all have experienced this, but I find that when I tell different parts of my life story, I often learn new things as I share it because at each point in my life as I'm sharing that, as I'm out loud reflecting on it, there's new ways that I may be understanding it and there's new ways that I'll present it, especially given the different audience that I have. And so 
I was so excited to hear a certain level of distillation going on with how I talked about it with her because from the vantage point I have now and then looking back at this, this all, weaving all these threads back into the past with the Love Signals project, the Love Letter project specifically of that year of writing self-love letters every day, I realized, wow, you know, th- the core question was what would my life be like if it was saturated with love and overflowing with love and I realized in the moment as I was describing it to her that part of the question was what is the true nature of love what is what is true love and what would it be like for my life to be saturated with true love and I've heard from many other Christians that the pursuit of truth is often what has led them to Christianity. Even if Christianity was very inconvenient or very uncomfortable to come to because of their background or, or whatever, their, you know, their work or their life. or um, So truth seems to be really inextricably linked to Christianity and this this pursuit of truth. And so part of what excites me so much about Christianity and everything I'm learning about it now is how it's giving me this, not only a, a an experience of true love, but also an understanding of what love really is, because love is one of the core qualities of God. God is love and that love is is very very specific and and different than than the love we hear about in pop songs <laughs> in our day and age. So how beautiful is this, right? That God will always love you. That is a core promise that he has made to us. And that he not only has made, but also that we, I, I really notice this as I read the scripture, I see the, the action of love because that's one of the core ideas of the Bible and, and love in the Bible is that love isn't a feeling, it's an action. And so we see love in action through the actions of God and through the actions of people who have a deep relationship with God and who have God alive in their hearts and their minds because they they love God. Therefore, they get to be vessels of his love. And that's really my goal. That's, that's my goal at this point. So that is the podcast for this week. If I were to give any invitation to you all, it's for you to, well, really, it's it's a prayer for you all that may you feel loved, may you feel held, may you feel more and more aware of all the love that's reaching out to find you, all the signs, all the clues that love is here and you are loved, right? That comes directly from my manuscript. And what I love about this is that I really feel how it is tied to God. And as I bring God into my life and let him be the focus, let him be the priority, the top priority, 
I feel myself receiving the truth. I feel myself receiving that love, receiving that sense of being held, receiving the awareness of God's love reaching out to find me. All the signs, all the clues that God's love is here and I am loved so much. And I hope that you all can feel that too, in whatever way it may find you. The last thing I'll share, and this is something I've said before, but it's worth repeating, is that beyond this this idea of religion, I actually don't really believe in religion. I, I see Christianity, I see the experience I'm having with the Bible, with Christ, with God, with the Holy Spirit as something deeply personal, deeply, deeply, deeply personal, and having a direct relationship with God, with God's word, through the Bible, and with Christ, through prayer, all of it. That to me is where the greatest love can be found and the greatest strength can be found and the greatest peace can be found. And so I invite you all to open up to God and his love for you because it is here. He wants to be in your life and love you. And if you're not ready, that's okay too, because to take it back to a few episodes ago, you have free will. God gave you free will and you have full choice over how you relate to all of this. So may you be well, may you be so, so well, and, and may you feel God's love today, tomorrow, more and more and more in your life. There is so much love here for you. And until next time, please take care.